guys, welcome to the Boom Tequila podcast with your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Jody. Sometimes we should do that in like a, like a, what is it? One of those like hotline voices. Do you like know what I'm the, talking about? Like the sex call, like the sex call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'd laugh too much. I don't, I can't be sexy, especially like if I'm it. trying, it's just. Just try it. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> Why do I get like deep, like a man? You can be Welcome a sexy man to the boom tequila podcast. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. You do it. Um, I don't know if I can follow that. Okay. <laughs> hey guys. Welcome. Oh my gosh. This is so bad. I sound so- it's so good. Welcome to the boom tequila podcast with your hosts. I'm Aaron. <laughs> Why did I sound like like someone in her like late forties? Like, no, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. No, like it. it was really good. I feel I like, like I'm it being, at all. No, it I was, feel like I'm being charged by the was, minute. Like I no. really liked it. I I actually regret all of it. It was no. not a good idea. No, I'm so <laughs> here for it. <laughs> all right. Anyways, anyways, let's get into it. Yeah, get into it, y'all. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. So. Nothing temporarily numbs the sting of a recent breakup quite like Old Faithful, the rebound relationship. And while typically these are pretty toxic, they can actually be beneficial. And sometimes, while this is rare, they can even grow into a real long-term relationship. While dragging your new partner into your emotional baggage and letting them believe that you're totally over, your ex can be pretty cruel. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do even if you yourself can't admit that you're using the person to help yourself move on. So in today's episode, we're going to go over some clues that you might be a rebound. All right. The first thing you need to ask your partner if they are recently single is like, how recent? I know it can be a bit awkward to talk about the ex and past relationships, but if you're in a healthy relationship, it's also important to be open and honest. And I don't think that's about the ex. If you're just asking how recently single are you? Exactly. Yeah. That's a normal thing. Yeah. Yesterday. (laughs) If they seem to be really into making their ex jealous, parading you around and showing you off in places that their ex is in attendance is just weird. Obviously, if they were in a long-term relationship, chances are they're going to share mutual friends. But if this is a common occurrence and they're more focused on their ex and their reaction than just having a good time with you, there's a problem. Or even if they're just fixated on their ex in general, constantly talking about their past relationship or keeping photos up of them around in their home is definitely a big red flag. If it seems like you're just a shoulder to cry on about the relationship that they've clearly not gotten over, do not walk, run. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's super weird to leave pictures up around the house. Like that's, I think the first thing I don't go through and delete all the stuff from Facebook or like delete them from my phone or anything like that. Usually, usually sometimes, sometimes you have to, but, uh, typically I don't do that, but like pictures around the house, like I definitely, it's weird, right? Yeah. That's it's, that's a little much. I mean, I can see if like there's one in the corner of a cabinet or something, or like you, you, they missed it. It's one they don't see. But if there's like a lot of pictures all over the place, like 
there's, that's the difference between social media too. Like that's your real life. And if there's pictures of them up everywhere, that's definitely a red flag. Like why, why do they want to look at them all the time? Yeah. Like, you know what I would though? think like, do they still live here? Like what's going on? Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, do I need to hide in the closet if there's like someone at the door? But like, I remember, um, my parents kept up when I was a freshman in high school, I went to prom with my boyfriend at the time. And when we broke up, it was like a couple years later before my parents took down my prom picture. <laughs> I think I went through like multiple Aww. boyfriends that had to walk That's through the different house. different though. That. Yeah. That's I just different. You can have your prom photo up forever. Yeah. I think it was just a, like a running joke with my parents after so long. Like I think that's cute. Yeah. I would hang your prom picture up in my house. Oh, <laughs> that'd be my them. red flag. <laughs> that, my friend. <laughs> Did you guys go to prom together now? <laughs> no. Your boyfriend from 25 years ago. Right. <laughs> wow. All right. Another red flag to watch for is if they claim to fall in love with you super fast for no reason at all, especially if you're still in the stage of getting to know each other. Also along these lines, it can feel like your relationship is moving too fast and really slow at the same time. They've declared their love for you. You're basically living together, spending every waking moment together, but you've barely gotten to really know each other on a deeper level. Oh my gosh. That's a really good one. That's a major red flag. Also, when you have the conversation about their last relationship, if they claim that they don't really know why it ended and there isn't really anything that they've learned from it, this could tell you that they haven't done a lot of reflection or they lack some awareness. It's a good sign if they can tell you why something didn't work and acknowledge that they might have even been the problem. Uh, But if they can't fully process this or haven't worked through their last relationship, it could be a sign that they're still stuck on their ex. What's so funny about this is like, I feel like that's, this is from like the man talking to the female because what man's going to ever admit that they're the problem? Like, I don't think that happens. Right. Like I was just thinking like (laughs) our men in general, I I know not all men, whatever. I'm sick of like prefacing everything with that. I feel like men in general though, don't tend to have as high emotional IQs or like, no, because, and whatever, it could be related to how we're raised differently and things like that. But I don't like, I'm, I'm thinking of like, have I ever asked a guy like, oh, why did your last relationship end? I feel like a typical answer would be like, oh, you know, she's trying to, you know, yeah, you know. <laughs> no, it's like, always, she's her. crazy. Or like you get some she's like crazy. vague mm-hmm. or she, that's a whole nother red flag though. Yeah. That she's crazy. Yes. Um, but yeah, I would, I would honestly be very impressed with a guy that was like, well, you know, we, I really wanted this and she wanted this or was able to give you some sort of like. I don't know, reflective, but not TMI answer. That was, I'd be impressed by that. I don't know that I'd ask though, honestly, maybe. I probably would. I'm nosy, but (laughs) anyway, most rebound relationships start with the intention of not being permanent and just keeping it casual. If they tell you from the beginning, they're not looking for anything serious, then there's a good chance that they're just coming off of a bad breakup and don't want to dive into a new serious commitment until they've had time to heal. And if this is the case, it's best to respect their boundaries and not push the relationship. At least they're doing the mature thing and being honest about what they can give. What also kind of goes along the lines of the casual relationship is if they're keeping you in the dark when it comes to their friends and family. Oh, this is a big one. Mm -hmm. After dating someone for a while, you would expect to meet a few more important people in the person you're dating's life or 
if when you do meet them, they're surprised about you, that can definitely be a red flag as well. Or if the person you're dating does bring you around them and they don't take the time to try to get to know you, chances are they know that you won't be around for very long. They might be surprised that their friend is dating so soon, or they've already informed them that there's nothing serious or long-term going on. Yeah, that could be a red flag. The not meeting too. Oh my gosh, I have a whole, like, I won't, I won't go into detail about the story, but that's definitely a big one. When I was a lot younger, I dated this guy who had kids and I didn't have kids. So I, I didn't know, like, it was a really awkward you know, like the, I want to meet your kids. Like, when do you do that? When do you, you know what I mean? And so that we, the first like over a year of our relationship, I hadn't met his kids yet. And he was like supposedly going to see them and every weekend and whatever, but I hadn't met them. So finally I was like, okay, we've been dating for like a really long time now. Things are really serious. Like, I feel like I should, you know, like meet your kids. I really would like to meet them. And anyways, it turned out he hadn't actually been seeing them the whole time. And that was probably the real reason I never met them. <laughs> it was like a whole, it was, this is, I'm oversharing, but no, it's a red flag is my point. <laughs> it's a major red, red flag. flag. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. And like, you just, it, and that, that also goes to show you that if you're, you're most, you're probably most likely in a rebound relationship, because if you're not going out with each other's friends, chances are, you're just staying home alone together, you know, doing whatever you do. And that's another big sign of it just being a rebound relationship. So let's go over some good things that can come from having a rebound relationship after a breakup. So first a rebound relationship can help the person with high attachment anxiety sever their emotional attachment to their ex-partner. It improves the person's well-being, mental health, and self-esteem. It also can provide intimacy and social stimulation during the healing process. It helps prevent unhealthy reunions with the exes. Yes, that's a big one. (laughs) And it helps the person to recover faster because they feel more desirable. Honestly, I feel like that's oddly also a big one. Yeah. Definitely. These can be really one-sided and kind of toxic and selfish sometimes, but I understand that you got to do what you got to do when trying to move on. And I feel like as long as you're upfront and honest about your intentions and you're doing good in my book. I agree. You know what they say. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to get over someone, you got to get, what is it? You got to get under someone else. Yeah. You got to get under someone else. So (laughs) I love that. I want to (laughs) talk. That's what I want to rename this episode. That's a good idea. I like, I like, okay. I love that you gave the study one for me. I saved it just for you. (laughs) A study done in 2014 revealed that rebound relationships serve an essential psychological purpose. And that is to help you move on and heal more quickly than those who deal with their breakup alone. They also found that people who dive into rebound relationships get over their ex-partners quicker and feel more confident in their ability to date. So it is true. It the is. best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. <laughs> Say that. That's going to be your quote for the day. I'm here for it. I love it. <laughs> Say you're in a rebound relationship and you want to see if things can get more serious with your partner. It's absolutely possible in some cases. You have to be vulnerable and willing to communicate that you're wanting more. So here are some examples of how you can bring it up. And these are just like things that you would say to your partner if you're in a rebound relationship and you kind of want to get more serious. Okay. So the first one is 
it's been a minute since we talked about what we're both looking for. As we spend more time together, I'm realizing that I'm starting to develop feelings for you. And I'd love to hear how that makes you feel. Was that a good acting voice? That was was wonderful. What a Disney acting voice. (laughs) What a beautiful, mature way to try and move your relationship into the next thing. Yeah. (laughs) Next chapter. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Next is for the sake of transparency, I'm realizing that I started to develop feelings for you. And I'm interested in giving this a real go. Has what you're looking for evolved? Or finally, you might say, (laughs) I'm nervous to admit this because I love what we have going, but I'm starting to really like you. And I'd be open to actually dating you. How are you feeling about this? (laughs) (laughs) These are so formal. I feel like I'm writing a corporate correspondence. I mean, you could be like, or you could just say, I really like fucking you, but I also want to fuck you and be your boyfriend. <laughs> your, what, your what friend? Your boyfriend. How you feel about that question mark? Because <laughs> you don't want to be so formal. <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> you want to fuck me and take me out with your friends? Yes or no? <laughs> That's so good. Communication is key. (laughs) All right. So basically, if you're the rebound, the person you're dating really has no intention of making the relationship long-term. Research actually indicates that 90% of rebound relationships end within three months. They'll make very little effort to create a real emotional bond with you. And typically it'll seem extremely casual and be focused mostly on sex. So Erin, have you ever been in a rebound relationship? You know, there are two maybe that come to mind as like possible kind of, I feel like would fit the bill. Yeah. (laughs) I'll say yes. I'll say yes. Um, One of them was more of like a friends with benefits kind of situation. Um, The other one. You were getting under to get over. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Anyways, the other <laughs> Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm just oversharing more and more. And I'm like torn on these episodes between like who gives a fuck? Just like overshare. Like we're not that big of a deal. Let's do it. And then there's yeah. another part of me that's like, what the fuck? Like, are you doing? Like, shut up. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's so, anyways, yeah. So one of them was like. I don't know, just like a friends with benefits kind of thing. Honestly, at that point, I was like younger. My self-esteem wasn't that high. I just like slum it a little bit. Okay, now I'm really oversharing. (laughs) This is not what we asked for. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) The other one was actually not like a hooking up so much, but I had been dating this guy for a while. And then we started hanging out with, like I started hanging out with this other guy kind of, and he was really funny. And like, he just like, we had a really great time together. And honestly, what I liked about the first one, I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't know if that really helped me. I think I was already over that one anyways. And I was just at a low point. <laughs> but the other one, I do think it really helped me because it showed me, it like really helped me snap out of, I'd been in this kind of like controlling relationship for a long time. And it really kind of like woke me up to the idea that like, Hey, there are actually better men out there. And 
just for that alone, like it, it never got serious or anything at all, but it was just like a nice, like almost like little fling, like right in the middle of the breakup to help me be like, okay, I'm making the right choice. There are better men out there. Yes. (laughs) That's very nice. What about you? Now that I've just rambled myself into. (laughs) I love it. I'm so here for it. I feel like I was thinking about this earlier when I was working on this episode. And it's like, if you look at my relationships from like the first time I had a boyfriend, I was barely ever single. I think the most I was ever single in my life was like two weeks. So I feel like all my relationships were rebounds. My husband was the biggest one because I had just gotten out of like a three, four year relationship. And two weeks later, I was talking to Tom and I was like, I don't want to get in a relationship. I've been in a relationship forever. Like I'm just about to graduate from college. I want to just have fun and be crazy. And that didn't work out the way, <laughs> the way that I had planned in my head. But like, I do have two like short relationships from high school that were like pretty insignificant, but I think they were definitely guys that I used to get over other guys. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. <laughs> love um, so, so with Tom, I need to know now. Yeah. Um, which conversation did you have? Were you like, it's been a minute since we talked about what we're both looking for, <laughs> or were you like, um, I love what we're doing with the sex, but I'd really like to get to know you now, <laughs> now that I'm over my ex. Um, it was probably more like that one. <laughs> <laughs> this is really great. What else do you do? I forget what people else? can't see us, and I'm glad honestly they can't see us. This is definitely gonna be a TikTok. The sex is really great. What's next? <laughs> Rebound right into the marriage aisle. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Loves it. Okay. So before moving on, I thought it would be so fun to go over some celebrity rebound relationships that you might not know of. Yes. First of all, we have Nicole Kidman and Lenny Kravitz. After Nicole and Tom Cruise split up in 2001, after being together for 11 years, she met and began began dating Lenny Kravitz. They split up a year later. They lasted a year. I know. I had no idea. Like I would have never even put those two together ever. Oh, she was like, I need a I don't know, bad boy. <laughs> Did you ever see that video of him when he was wearing those leather pants and like he squatted during a concert and they ripped right down the middle Nick. and he wasn't wearing any, he wasn't wearing anything else. Like his wing just like flew out no. and attacked. No, no. <laughs> Tom Cruise. I don't think I've seen no, many was, videos of him. Did I say it was don't... Tom Cruise? It was Lenny Kravitz. I'm sorry. Oh, I just Kravitz. assumed Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise does a lot of stuff that gives me the ick. So I felt yeah. like. I felt like that was a Tom Cruise thing to be this squat and his pants rip. Like that's, that felt very Tom Cruise to me, to be honest. <laughs> Tom Cruise is the ick. <laughs> All right. After Scarlett Johansson and Ryan Reynolds divorced, she began dating Sean Penn. She was 26 and he was 50 and they dated for around five months. Yeah. I can understand this because I really don't think that there's an upgrade from Ryan. It's fucking Ryan Reynolds, man. Like, where do you go from there? So I guess she decided to slum it for a while. But if you're slumming it as Sean Penn, like you're doing okay. 
Yeah, he's right. He's Let me look him up before he's I all say right. that. He was on. Um, no, this was in the eighties, <laughs> but he was in Fast oh, Times. Well, at actually, High. I take that back. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Yeah, he was a little rough. <laughs> a little, just a little rough. Yeah. So <laughs> no, from anyway. Okay. When Reese Witherspoon began dating her husband Ryan Philippe, they split. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding just when, Reese, <laughs> when Reese Witherspoon and her husband Ryan Phillippe split after seven years of marriage in 2006 Reese began dating Jake Gyllenhaal after they met filming rendition they actually lasted until 2009 I take That's Ryan I take my Ryan Reynolds comment back because I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal is so much hotter than him. Really? Than Ryan Phillippe? Philipp- then Ryan Phillippe too. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Phillippe, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, and, I, and I know everyone's hating on him because of Taylor Swift and her scarf or something. But like Jake Gyllenhaal is so fucking hot. You know, I don't know between Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Phillippe that I can't say his name. <laughs> I like how you say it, Phillippe. Felipe. Ryan <laughs> Felipe. I think I would pick Ryan. <laughs> Felipe. Yeah. Okay, but you have to call him Felipe. I would. And yeah. I would. Perfect. Like, Perfect. Okay, Felipe. And he'd be over it with me real no. quick. <laughs> I promise you that. You call me Felipe. <laughs> 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 all right and your favorite tom cruise he might win this with a double rebound Ugh. after filing for divorce from nicole kidman he began dating penelope cruz they lasted for about three years and then right away he got with katie holmes because men can't be single once no. they're married no there's they anyways someone to take care of them exactly After Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt split, she and Vince Vaughn met on the set of her movie, The Breakup, and dated for about two years. I love Vince Vaughn, too. I I forget what he looks like, though. I feel very dumb. No, he's... Googling all of these dudes to be like, are they cool or do I... Vince Vaughn might give you the ick a little bit. No, I like. Yeah, I like. Like, he's kind of ick, but in like a, in like a, I would... I would date him. Way. You would you would get under him <laughs> to get over it. <laughs> I'd be fine. Yeah. All right. I would like to just say before moving on that the purpose of any new relationship is to enjoy each other and the journey. Always remember that it's a new beginning, not a replacement of the old one. Aww. And sometimes both. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's all we've got for our uh, our rebound segment. So Joe Jam, now it's yeah. time for Joe Jam. All we right. need a jingle for the jam. We need a Joe Jam jingle. I'll do it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I swear. <laughs> Someday. Jam. No, that's yeah. not it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. this week, my Joe Jam is uh, Mitchell Tenpenny just released a new song called Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. And it's so good. I've had it on repeat since he released it. So if you haven't, check it out, guys. What do you got? Awesome. And this week I have, okay. So I actually said this, it was, I said a, a similar song. Uh, I don't know. It's been a couple weeks, I think at least, but anyways, this one is called handsomer, but is the remix featuring Caitlin. And it is by Rust is the artist and it's handsomer remix featuring Caitlin. And this one is actually, I think really 
interesting because this guy, Russ, uh, he's a musician and he has a TikTok account and he had this part of the song that he put out and he was like, hey, duet the verse on it. And he just put the beat. And I don't know if this was when he was starting or when it just came out or whatever, but he did that. And then all these people like duetted it. And there was this one girl, Caitlin, who put a verse down on it that just went crazy viral. I want to say like over 25 or 30 million views on this with people just like going crazy. Like, oh my gosh, you have to put her on like a, a real version of this song because her verse was so good. And anyways, from the TikTok, within a few weeks of this going like crazy, they actually got together, put the track together and released a remix with her on it. And last I heard it released yesterday as of the recording of this. And I want to say by the end of the day, it was already like number one on, on at least some charts. So the power of TikTok y'all is right? insane. And I thought that was a really cool story. And it's I also like it. a really good song. So it's not Caitlyn Jenner. No, it's spelled K-T-L-Y-N. Okay, cool. So. Awesome. Well, check those out, guys. Two great choices. Yeah. Don't choose. Okay. Listen to them both. Okay. And now it's time to dish, bish. You better dish, bish. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I keep trying to yaw like our Rihanna and I, it's never going to happen for dish bish this week i just have some fun random questions for you so are you ready to put your back into it yeah you can do oh, it yeah. put your back into it <laughs> number one which body part would you detach if you could and why um <laughs> oh my gosh i'm gonna say the first thing that came to my mind but it's not what you want uh is fat an option like can you just have like <laughs> as you like you can eat whatever you want and then it's just like oh like Dude, just take that off genius <laughs> genius I love that like that's the one <laughs> I love that I had thought of two things that I would choose so like if you're ever if you're a dude and you're out and you have to pee you just whip out your wiener but if you're a girl like you gotta squat and it's just not so if you could detach like your crotch if you had to pee, if you're like on a hike or something and just, but a little bit less gross is like, if you could detach your arm, if you needed to like grab something from up high or you needed to like, see, that's a different direction. I was thinking like, just like, which one would you get rid of? (laughs) I like though. Yeah. (laughs) Yours is making more sense. Yeah. It's it's okay. No, I like, (laughs) I like yours better. I would choose if I could choose that to just get it like get it all off if I wanted just throw it in the garbage recycling yeah, bin like, done yeah <laughs> recycle it and then I could put it where I wanted it recycle it <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway number two what's something that everyone looks stupid doing Ooh, something everyone looks stupid doing do you ever like have you ever been out to the bar and you're just like dancing and having fun and think if there was no music and people were just like looking and everyone would look really stupid. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's... That. I'm like, what do like the deaf people think? That? <laughs> that everyone looks really stupid, probably? No, I know. <laughs> Let me think. So then everyone looks stupid doing. I mean, the first thing that came to mind is like falling, but that's just such a stupid answer. Like, it's not even like. It's, it's true. It's not. You're not wrong. Or like when people see celebrities and they like scream and stuff, they, that's really stupid and embarrassing to me. Really? 
I think so. Yeah, it kind of is. Like, it's one thing to be like, oh, hi, you know, or whatever. But when they're, like, screaming and crying, I feel like they look stupid. That's true. Like, it's just a person. I I feel like I would be really bad at meeting celebrities because I don't think there's a lot that I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, I'm like, I'm just going to cry because I'm meeting you. Like, you'd be mean to them. And I love it. Not all of them. Just some. (laughs) (laughs) I bet all guys look stupid when they're drinking. Well, dude, I shouldn't have drank before this episode, I swear. <laughs> I made, like, a cocktail drink. I never usually drink that much. Anyways. Um, I feel like stupid. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number three. How many chickens do you think it would take to kill an elephant? <laughs> okay, if an elephant's around 2,000 pounds, is that right? Yeah. Chickens are probably, like, two, at least 2,000. Yeah. I'm going to say. I think like maybe one or two because they could choke on the chicken. Like what if an elephant tried to eat a chicken and it choked, then it would die. You're right. Cause 2000 chickens aren't really even going to do anything to the elephant. Honestly, it'd have to be like, that scares the elephant off the cliff or something. You're right. That's true. That's true. Speaking of my rebound relationship, my husband's bringing me food right now. Say hi to everyone. Hello. I'm the rebound. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. See, ladies, get you a rebound. He'll bring you food. <laughs> but you can't get rid of him. No, you, sometimes you can't get rid of him. All right. Anyways, thank you. <laughs> I was in until the last part. All right. Um, number four. If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume that you had done? Oh, my gosh. It could be anything. I do, I do some things. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, what would they assume I had done? Pro- honestly, probably something really stupid, some kind of shenanigans like out drinking. Yeah. Don't you think? If I like the first thing that comes to mind, if I'm thinking of you and I know this isn't something that you like do or go crazy with, but like, I feel like you would get in trouble for like protesting for something good, like standing up for somebody. Like, you know what I'm talking about where they have, Oh, I can see that in too. Trouble. I can see you like getting in trouble, like. If you're, yeah. you know what I mean? Those places. Like, where just, like, I'm just trying to be an ally guys. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I could see that or yeah. like, getting drunk and falling. And It'd then... be one of the two. It'd be either for a really great cause or a yes. really stupid one. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in between. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. What about you? I don't know. Probably the same, like just getting drunk in the wrong place and like being drunk in public, probably. Like I yeah. can see, cause it, like, like public intoxication, yeah. like, like you had to pee really bad. So you like went to a corner and then like somebody was like, you're peeing oh, for sure. And, and all of a sudn I'm a sex like a offender because I'm, cause I'm peeing in the grass. <laughs> yeah. If only I had that detachable crotch. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> all right. Last but not least, what instrument do you think is the most annoying? <laughs> <laughs> The fucking piccolo. The piccolo. <laughs> it's so stupid. I'm sorry. Oh, I hope nobody that plays the piccolo listens to this. <laughs> the <fucking> piccolo. <laughs> because I'm sure it requires a lot of talent. Yeah, yeah. And I, I have no room to judge. I don't play any instruments. Well, I can play the piano, but I don't. Well, know you know, I mean, you can think something's annoying, even if you don't, don't 
participate. I mean, that's a good reason not to participate. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what about you? My, I feel like the most annoying one is, have you, and I don't even know if this is like an instrument, but have you seen those like big giant horn things that like, they just sit on the ground and you stand and you blow into it and it's like, oh, real um, loud. The megaphones. No, it's like a wooden thing. That's like more typical in. Oh, like a wooden whistle. <laughs> But it's real big and like loud and it just makes a honk noise or something. I don't know what the hell it's called. I'm going to Google it really Oh my gosh. You know what I just thought of too that I I was surprised that you did the, well, not that we're listing all the annoying ones, but like the ukulele. I don't know how annoying that one would be. I've never actually really listened to someone play it, but. Like ukulele. Oh, I know what actually is more annoying. This is far more annoying than probably a piccolo. What? The alphorn or alpine horn is okay. a straight several meter long wooden natural horn of conical bore with a wooden cup shaped mouthpiece. Oh, that's what okay. it is. And it's like stupid. Oh, that's funny <laughs> what I was thinking. That yeah. looks that looks really annoying. Like it looks really stupid. It looks like they're blowing on like a croquet stick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the other one that I thought of that's more annoying than the piccolo for sure is the cowbell, especially parents that take cowbells to like football games and stuff like yes why are you still doing that I feel like that was something that like people thought was funny like when we were little kids and when I tell you that I was at a game for my son plays football and one of the moms brought a cowbell and she was like really excited about using it and I was like I'm what is that it sounds like a trumpet but it's an album does kind of Oh, well, maybe I'm hating on it for the wrong reasons. Anyway, I'm listening. The yeah. cowbell is stupid. The cowbell is really stupid. Yeah. And don't take it to kids games. Like it's not, it's not like a cute look. It's not trendy anymore. No. And I don't think no. it has been for like 20 years at least. It's enough for me, dog. <laughs> no, like stay home. What are you doing? Have you seen that t- TikTok of that guy's like, bow down. You better bow down and respect me. Yeah. Did you see the duet where Doja Cat's like, why, why are you? making things so uncomfortable for the both of us I, know. Oh my gosh, I, can't, I can't do the voice she like oh metal growls it or something it's I so don't know good. it's so good she does it better than yeah. whatever that was I just did but okay yeah anyway okay guys thank you so much for listening to us talk <laughs> we love you we think you're all sexy bitches we do. and um gentlemen's yes and follow us on tiktok and instagram at boom tequila podcast Follow us on Facebook where we'll talk to you more and you can join our lives after we record on Thursday nights and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stick it in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> I'm just going to do me. Not log. It's basically a caveman fucking a mud hole, though. What else?